Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do, and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Hi there, and welcome to this episode of She Coaches Coaches. I'm pleased to see you here. I have got a special roundtable episode for you. I've gathered together a group of experts, each of them with a wealth of experience. And I asked them this one question. The question sounds like this. We've all made mistakes in business. What advice would you give to a new coach so they don't have to go and learn the same lessons and maybe even avoid it? I asked them this question because nine people, nine sets of experiences, loads of mistakes between all of us. And gosh, my hope is that I can help you avoid some of the mistakes to make your road a little bit easier so that you can start become a coach, get fully booked, find your paying clients, and do the work that you are meant to be doing and have the impact on the world that you're meant to have. We had a really great conversation. They're interesting people. There's going to be all kinds of different approaches. And I would love to hear what you think about it. Send me a DM on Insta at Candy Mozek. Tell me what your favorite part is and what you learned. And in the meantime, Pop your earbuds in and enjoy. Question number four. So we've all made mistakes in business. What could you share with another new coach, another new entrepreneur coming up to help them along their way, to help them on their path? I don't know if I should say this, but go for it. Most of those internet guru business people who, you know, I coach coaches to coach, um, a lot of them, uh, the bigger they are, the less likely they are to coach you. Mm. That's all I can say. Mm. Yeah. I, I, and, and what's interesting is many of us who are sensitive are highly saleable. So um, be very clear about what outcomes you want before you go into a sales call. I have, you know, how can I say, I, I've spent a lot of money on people who couldn't help me and, and they weren't clear, you know, their idea was they can help anybody who has enough money to pay them. And so do your very level best to vet those people. 
um, before you sign on the dot online. I have found coaches, uh, business, these are business coaches who mm-hmm. really do help me and have really helped me. And of course, I, I won't name names here because that's not what this is for. Right. But I will say is my biggest mistake is not trusting my own business acumen oh, yes. and my own heart. You know, all these people were coming to me. I had a thriving business to referral and it didn't occur to me. Oh my goodness. People actually like you mm. instead of going to the business coaching. You see what I mean? Yes. Yes. So trust your own goodness. Mm. And if you are going to get a business coach, check them out thoroughly before you pay them the big money. And and there's something else there too. It's it's check them out thoroughly from, you know, like a, a references standpoint, like really look, don't look at their online marketing. Don't look at that shiny packaging. Right. And, but then also really see how your gut feels, you know, like, is it a real yes? Or is it a kind of a shiny object? Yes. Would be the way that I would describe it. Right. It's true. There are, I mean, I'm not going to say that there aren't great business coaches out there, but I can say that uh, the bigger they are, the less likely they are to coach you. That's Mm -hmm. all I'm going to say about that. You know, the, the more famous they are, the more numbers they have running through, the more sales people they have working for them. Yes. Say no more. (laughs) Say no more. Hmm. So trust your gut. Do your research, right? Mm-hmm. And there's one more thing. What is that one thing? It almost feels like don't rush into it. You know, like I think you said it, know what outcome you want, right? Yeah, know yeah. your outcome. Yeah. And that's the, you know, that's why when I talk to people who want to work with me, I, that's the first question I ask them. What are you looking for? Where do you want to go? Mm-hmm. As if, and if they don't know, I help them, I coach them to find it. Right. Yeah. And that's the whole point of the coaches is like, if we can't help you, you know, like, how do you get to, to Maine? Well, I'm sorry. I, I can only tell you how to get to California, you know, then next. Right. Or if you don't even know that you want to go to Maine, you just want to go somewhere else. It's a no win for anybody. Right. Like that's true. You need that. Yeah, beware of somebody saying, well, you have to go to Maine because I said you have to go to Maine. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because Maine is the best or something like that. Unfortunately, I've never <laughs> well, been to really Maine. It might be the nice best place. for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> it is nice. I'm not going to lie. This came up in another interview that I did, and it's around um, allowing yourself to make a decision, too. Right. And I think that, like what you've just said about, you know, clients coming to you. Sometimes it is helping them to make their own decision and not to rely on somebody else's opinion and not to rely on somebody else's guidance. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's because that is my whole purpose is to get you to trust you. My Mm. number one purpose. And when I first started out as a healing coach, most people I coached had autoimmune issues and they were not physically, I mean, even though they represented physicality, it was actually emotional discord that was creating that. And so therefore it could be created, cleared easily. And that's because they didn't know who they were in there. Stephanie, question number four here. We've all made mistakes in our business. What advice, 
<laughs> what advice would you give to a new entrepreneur so that they don't have to make the same mistake as you did? I think the first thing is just to be gentle on yourself. You are going to make mistakes. And I think that's, an, you are going to make mistakes. You are going to fail. It's just, that's what's going to happen. And actually a couple of days ago, this fits so perfectly. I was on the scroll hole on Instagram and I was scrolling and I, this video popped up of this guy that I follow. And he said, as entrepreneurs or not as entrepreneurs, as when we grow up, we see success on one side and we see failure on the other side when, and that's how we're raised when in, in actuality, you are on one side, failures in the middle and success is on the other side. And you need to drive through failures to get to your success. And it's not like in school, whether you fail the test or you succeed on the test, like you literally have to fail to be successful. And I think when people get started as entrepreneurs, we're like, no, everything has to be perfect. Um, the sales page has to be perfect. Um, the graphics have to be perfect. Um, I have to re-record re the same thing over and over again when I truly believe done is better than perfect. And the longer we wait to have the thing perfect, then we're prolonging the launch of our business or prolonging the launch of whatever product we want to share with the world. And if you listen to any entrepreneur that, you know, that is making like eight figures, seven figures, whatever figures, and they are super successful, they didn't start right there. They were mm. at the other end of the spectrum, falling, getting rejections, um, lots of people saying no, you can't get a yes until you get no's, you know? So I just think my way, my advice is to be okay with the failure, be okay that you're going to fall. It's the getting up and continuing that's going to get you to that success. I feel like people that haven't had any hardships, whether it's in their personal life, in their business, that when they see that success and then they hit the hardship, then they're down on themselves. And they're like, mm -hmm. oh, well, it was it worked out before. Why isn't it working out now? So I really, truly believe having those those hard times and struggles makes you stronger. And I feel like as entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, business owners, that it's inevitable and like that guy said in that video, you got to bust through the failures to get to that success. And you are going to make a ton of mistakes. And you're probably going to make a lot of grammar mistakes as well on social media and in your emails. <laughs> right. And when the grammar police comes out to get you, just ignore them because they're everywhere. And that is part of being a business owner right there. That's one mistake you're going to for sure make is going to be lots of grammar and punctuation and spelling mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> and such, it's such a small thing in the scheme of the kind of impact that you're trying to create, right? Like who cares if I've got a comma there or not, I'm trying to change the world here. Don't you know, right? <laughs> you got to keep your perspective. Lorraine, question number four, we've all made mistakes in business. What advice would you give to a new coach or a new entrepreneur so they don't have to learn the same lesson the hard way that maybe you did? Mm, that's a really good question. I would say, first of all, it's to have the right why. And it's not about making money. Your why, your mission is something that helps you stay in your lane. It's not easy. There's shiny objects. There's things that people tell you you should and shouldn't do. But if you're not passionate about what you do or 
who you help, then it's really difficult to stay the course. So you need to have that specific why you're doing what you're doing. And that will always lead you to the right opportunities to help you make the right choices and attract you to the right people. Jeff, you've been an entrepreneur for a while. That means you've made mistakes. I've made mistakes. We've all made mistakes. What advice would you give a new entrepreneur so that they can maybe bypass some of that learning curve? I love that question, Candy, because that's one of my primary premises for what I offer as my services. Learn from my mistakes. You know, mom and dad said, learn from your mistakes. But how about learning from somebody else's mistakes? It's a lot less painful. I got the road rash. I got the scars. <laughs> I cried the tears. You don't have to. Yeah. Let me take four, five, six years off of your journey. Let me help you. So hire an expert. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and what I learned through CEO space was if it's not your, if it's not your bliss, you shouldn't be doing it. If it, it was, I've not forgotten the exact words, but yeah, if it's not your journey, if, you know, if it doesn't, if you're not, if you don't like doing it, whether you're good at it or not, if you don't like doing it, outsource it. And, and that's part of the sign of building your business. You should, what's the first thing you're going to, you know, outsource your bookkeeping, outsource your admin. Outs- I mean, even though you, you may, you know, I'm great at bookkeeping. I love, I'm, I love math, but it's a stupid function for me to do when I can have somebody who for a couple hundred bucks a month will do it for me. Right. Yeah. Like what's the highest and best use of your time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's like I quit working on my car when I started making more, more one hour in one hour than an oil change cost. Makes sense. Yeah. So hire an expert, hire a little bit earlier than you might to get the support that you need so that your time is freed up to go and do the things that you need to do or that you want to do or that you're a zone of genius, right? Yep. And until when, when, if you're at, when you're at the, when you're not, when you can't do it yet, when you can't afford the other stuff, don't do it during prime time. You know, I, you're, you know, you know, you're, you set yourself up to work a lot of extra hours Don't do admin stuff when you can be making sales calls. What advice would you give to one of those new entrepreneurs so that they don't have to repeat the mistake that you maybe made? They don't have to learn that painful lesson in the same way. I think one of the things is that we... I'll speak for myself. You know, we get into a habit of doing something the same way over and over again. And we wonder why the does it not bring us different results? And it takes courage and boldness and whatever else, vulnerability. Um, but you need to hire a coach. <laughs> you need to hire a coach. Mm-hmm. And you need to hire one that you resonate with. And You know, a lot of people say, hire a coach who's been there, done that before you. And I will share my own experience that I have always had a coach 
And for many years, I thought I could not help somebody who had a multi-million dollar business because I didn't have one. But guess what? They got there by fluke, literally. And when they did hire me, they went, oh my God, why didn't we hire you sooner? And they went on to, you know, double their profits. So, you know, staying stuck, uh, thinking that you can't help someone because they are at a different level of you, of, uh, of business than you, I think is certainly one mistake that I made. Another is not letting go of those things that weren't serving me well. Yes. And double- and doubling down on those things that did. So having the courage to look at our business and say, guess what? Doing these Facebook postings, yeah, I'm, not, I'm getting nothing from it. So stop. It takes not just courage to do that, but also you have to have a certain amount of discipline as well to go, mm-hmm. you know what, quarterly, we're going to sit down. We're going to yeah. do an overview. What's working? What's not? What needs to change? What's our, you know, what's going to be our approach for the next three months, six months, a year? So that really speaks loudly. And then I want to just comment as well about your um, hiring a coach, but not necessarily someone that has exactly the same life experience that you do or not exactly that same trajectory. So the piece that I see is that the good coaches, they ask good questions, they care about their clients, and they've got the guts to say, when the thing that needs to be said, right? Oh, yes. Right. And so, you know, like there's always going to be somebody at that next level. Well, who's going to coach those people? Yeah. And those people get in the room and so many people are yes, yes, yes to them instead of like, um, hello, (laughs) did you forget why you started this business in the first place? You know, like a little bit of the cold fish, right? (laughs) do a whole episode on that. <laughs> exactly. I know. It's thinking about it, right? Yeah. So I like that. And also that, like, you know, because I do work with new coaches, the vast majority of them have been successful in their career. And now they're changing to be mm-hmm. entrepreneurs. They forget that they've got a lifetime of experience doing whatever it was that they did. And don't forget about that. And then- yeah combine that with your coaching skills. So Yeah. And there's, you know, if your audience is those people that have come from the, the corporate, if I can say that to the entrepreneurial, there is a huge mindset shift that has to happen. Next question, Siobhan, is this, we've all made mistakes in business. Like it's just the way business is. What advice would you give to a new entrepreneur so they don't have to learn the same lesson that you did? For my women veterans specifically, I would say join professional network. So I spent ridiculous amounts of money on courses that I did use eventually, but not really starting off. And so the thing that actually helped me was getting out there, networking with other people I felt comfortable with who had knowledge and could point me in the right direction. So for some people that's 
like if you're a professional trade, like I'm a social worker, I can join a social working or therapist or mental health networking group, professional group. Some there's there are ones for like international women in business or local women in business or your chamber in commerce. But I would connect with a group of people and try to find those people who you connect with and just share, discuss, and kind of pick their brain a little bit in these settings on helping you focus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is so helpful. We can never do it all by ourselves, right? It's, mm-hmm. This is not a this is not a game of the you know lone wolf. This is the game of together we go so much further and faster and have so much so much more joy doing it. Jeanette, question number four. We all make mistakes. That's part of business. What advice would you lend to new entrepreneurs, things that you've learned, an approach that you've learned so that they don't have to learn it the hard way? There's about 12 things that are running through my head right now. <laughs> right? Um, okay. So I'm going to give you an answer on the internal and the outer because I often you know, want to support people with mastering the inner and outer game of business. Uh, The first thing is on that inner game kind of component. The problem with most people's businesses isn't the business. It's the four inches between their ears. It's the, the crap, frankly, that we tell ourselves that takes us out of the game. And it's approval issues, it's the pushing to prove, it's all of those inner um, challenges that we all have, no matter what age and stage you're at, they just are different variations and layers of it. Uh, But that I think that that gets in the way more of businesses than almost anything else. So what I would say is really look at, deal with, unearth, and get support for dealing with your issues, whatever they may be. Um, knowing that you deserve to be supported in getting some freedom, some clarity and some freedom around those so that you can show up and serve. So deal with the inner noise mm-hmm. and challenges. And, and we need help to do that. It's next to impossible because our stuff's right here. We cannot see it. It's too close. We need someone who can pull that back and help us, whether that's a therapist or a coach or a support person. Most of you got in this business so that you could support others in being able to get clarity. So we need support doing that for ourselves. That's the first piece is deal with your inner stuff so that you can be a more whole person. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be through it all. You don't have to have everything resolved before you get going. You need to be further ahead and you need to be consistently working on that. Mm -hmm. I'm 62. I have two coaches and a therapist that I work with so that I can stay clean and able to show up with lots of capacity for people. Mm -hmm. Um, it is not a once and done kind of thing. So that's, that's one thing I would say on the inner, on the outer, similarly, um, we have to learn how to be good business people. And most coaches struggle. We all know the stats about how little money coaches make and so forth, because they don't learn the art and science of sales and marketing and how to run a business. So for the love of God, learn that. Read the E-Myth by Michael Gerber to start with. Um, Get a good support network. Um, Take the courses that are the right courses at the right stage. 
Um, and that's a big thing that I get on a soapbox about. Too many people are buying the wrong solution at the wrong stage of business they're at. So it's important to be not buying what the gurus at the top of the mountain are selling because that works at the top of the mountain, but mm -hmm. not where you are coming up the mountain. And I have longer rounds about that, but get the training to be a good business person, not just a good coach. Oh, and I would just say, and yes, I just agree with all of that. Yeah. Most coaches, like you said, want to help people and they will, but they can't help anybody if they don't have a business, right? And coaching skills that the tools of being a coach are very different than the tools of being an entrepreneur. And so you've really just shone a light on that. Marie, listen, I know we have all made mistakes in business. What advice would you give to a new entrepreneur Something that was a lesson that you learned so that maybe they don't have to learn that same lesson. Maybe they can learn from your experience. Yeah, this is a good one. So I think my biggest thing, um, especially for new entrepreneurs, is to document your processes. Um, one of my biggest things in my business is scaling through systems. And we do that because we help our clients document their processes that can start and should start when you're brand new, even if it's you. The biggest thing is time management. So you might do something, say, once a month, say once a month, you go and you pay your taxes or, or you schedule your social media. If you document that process in the beginning, you will greatly shorten your like how you remember how to do those tasks just by documenting it. At the very least, turn on your Loom video, walk yourself through it, just put in together a couple steps to remind yourself what to do. The bigger picture is that eventually you're going to pass this off to a team member. And those documented spaces are already together for you to say, here you go, nice VA. Um, take this from me and allow me to go do something that I really enjoy doing in my business. So document from the beginning and it will save you a whole lot of time and effort in the future. Cool. So helpful. And so I just want to pull something out here. I noticed that you were really clear about documenting and you've given the listeners a way to do it that works for them. You know, so if you're not somebody that's going to write a process, and by the way, I have a process for Potapalooza. Like I know exactly how I'm going to help each guest and how I'm going to make it all flow. But if you're not a written process kind of person, if you look at that and you kind of freak out, Marie's just giving you the perfect tip. Download the free Loom app on your computer, record yourself, talk through what you're doing, and that becomes your process. So processes don't have to be scary. Do it in a way that works for you. Super great tip. Thank you, Marie. Jen, we all make mistakes in business. Like that's part of business, right? What advice would you give to a new entrepreneur so they don't have to learn all the same lessons that you learned the hard way? Mm. I would say the best advice is just to show up and own it, own it all, own the mistakes. I actually, I've done a couple reels and I was getting ready to post a new one this week. I love showing my mistakes. They're funny. I mean, posting my bloopers is some of my most fun posts, frankly, but even just business mistakes, 
the biggest mistake I think I made was just not fully showing up and even just sharing what I was doing. I was kind of embarrassed. I was embarrassed of what people might say, Oh, a coach. Well, what is that? You know, the, <laughs> the negativity around it, you know? Um, and then one day I just said, I know, I know I'm doing the right thing. I know this is needed because I remember I sought it out at one point in time and couldn't find it. So I know what I'm here to do and I know that this matters and I know my work is life-changing and I want more women to experience the amazing changes I've had. And I just started showing up and I was like, here I am. Mm, Yeah. Just show up, own it. It's simple. You just keep going and you keep doing the same thing over and over. You just keep showing up. Good stuff. Great advice. you so much for joining me for this special roundtable episode. I was so pleased to interview these amazing experts who each bring such a wealth of experience. Tune in next week. I've got more exciting episodes coming your way. Talk to you soon. Thanks again for listening today. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be.